Rodgers scrambles He's left, winds up, runs the left. He's got time at the 10 to the 5, yes. to the end zone. Touchdown, and a dagger. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning, fading shot. Up, gone for Giannis at the buzzer. Bucks win it. Hello all, this is the Brewers Trilogy Podcast presented by the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy, segment for not only them diehard Brewer fans, but also for those fans who enjoy cheering for a team that revolves around beer. So, as you may have gathered, we are slightly changing our podcast setup here at the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy. Um, so from now on, our podcast will be found on app, on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you find your podcasts, um, based on the team that you want to listen to. So, for example, the Brewers Trilogy podcast, presented by the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy, is how you will find this podcast on your platform. And then the same thing is true for Bucks and Packers, just obviously switching out the team name. We will remain the same on all our social media accounts, so we will still be those. You don't have to find something different. Um, also new for us is we created a website, which is wiscosportstrilogy.com. Um, we are very excited for this new development, um, mainly because one of the cool things coming out of this is we're going to start blogging. So we're trying to reach those viewers um, who like to read rather than listen to podcasts. Um, so those will be rolling out in the near future. And we'll also be looking for you know people who are looking to get into blogging, who want to write for us. So if you are interested or know somebody else who wants to do that, you can contact us on Twitter or Facebook, and we will help you get rolling with that. But as always, do getting it. down to business... Yeah, do it. I'm joined with the Vanilla Gorilla, who is an expert blogger. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Amen. And I am joined with I am a master uh, Sunshine. <laughs> yeah. Um, Scott told me before that he doesn't make mistakes in his writing, so um, he is a master blogger. <laughs> Oh boy! And a cunning well, linguist. Well, if you think you can outblog, yeah, if you think you can outblog the vanilla gorilla, you should challenge him to a blog off. If those things exist, I don't know, but they do now. <laughs> a blog off. <laughs> a blog off. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> down to business here today, boys. We are uh, gonna go through our normal series recaps. And then we're going to do some a, uh, Brewers trivia, um, basically getting to know your 2019 offensive Brewers. Um, so it'll be a lot of numbers-based trivia. Um, it be kind of fun way for, you know, A, to listen to you guys struggle answering these questions, and B, get a better feel for what exactly is going on with the Brewers offense this year. Um, but first, we gotta we gotta start with the downs here first today. Um, the Marlins, the first series of last week, in which the Brewers lost two out of the three, 
I'm embarrassed to say the scores, so I'm not going to. I don't want to bring those up. But, as always, we'll get into one play and one number from those series. What do you guys got? Uh, I can start. Um, so, my play, uh, it, I mean, just pretty much had to pick one. <laughs> um, mine is Brian Anderson, who is not the announcer, I learned, um, hit his first career grand, grand slam versus Jimmy Nelson uh, for the Marlins win. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, it's kind of take your pick for one of the Marlins hitters. <laughs> uh, yeah, and my number would be from that game as well. Three, which is the number of innings that Jimmy Nelson pitched in that game, which is not very good. Not good. Yeah, it's good to see him return, but... He really ran into problems <laughs> that third inning, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely did. Um, my play is Christian Yelich's two-run home run in the third game of the series, the one that the Brewers actually won. Um, and <laughs> the Brewers' Twitter people uh, tweeted out a video and tagged the Marlins in it of that home run. And said basically said thank you for bringing Christian Yelich into our lives um, after his twenty third home run twenty third home run of the season. Um, so I just thought that was funny, and the Brewers were <laughs> trolling the Marlins pretty hard. Um, the Marlins did clap back, and they said that doesn't help, um, or you can't score sixteen runs in one swing of the bat, or something like that referencing the first game of the series where the Brewers lost 16 to 0 against the worst team in baseball. Ugh, sorry. Still a little salty about that. Um my number kind of relates to that and it is 17 which was the run differential in the series uh which is just awful. Obviously that was in the Marlins favor um in this series and it's just really frustrating but to salvage the third game of the series and win that one, even though throughout the series the Marlins outscored you by 17 runs. It was a nice little silver lining to get game three in that series, and it really started a a good Pirates series. But, Tyler, what is your play and number? Um. Yeah, I liked to focus on a positive from game one, if there is such a thing. Um, and that was definitely my play was Hernan Perez doing his best Alex Claudio impersonation when he was pitching on the mound. <laughs> so coming up and holding that glove out right in front of his chest and wiggling it back and forth four or five times. Um, it, it looks absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> um, but hey, you know, it helps hide the ball and Perez actually pitched a scoreless frame, which was hard to come by that game, obviously. <laughs> so it must have worked. <laughs> Um, and then my number was the number eight, um, which was the number of strikeouts that Freddie Peralta had in a row. <laughs> so yes, Freddie started game three in which we won. He 
finished the game with nine strikeouts, and then early in the game, I think it would have been the second through the fourth inning, he had that incredible run. And it was really that fastball just blowing it by hitters, whether it was, you know, a combination of the shadows, it being a daytime game, or if it was B, Freddie was just being extremely deceptive that day. But to rack up eight strikeouts in a row is as incredible. You do not see that very often. Um, hey. Probably as often as hitting four home runs in a row, which the Nationals did tonight, <laughs> breaking their own record apparently. Um, so yeah good stuff there well let's not say good stuff we'll say okay stuff there from the Marlins series um, you guys got anything before we move out of the Marlins no yeah. I would I'm just over. change your phrasing to it was pretty bad stuff in that series yeah the the Brewers were sloppy and it seemed like every break went the Marlins way Friggin' Manny Pena got robbed of that base hit, um, which was an incredible play by the Marlins shortstop, blanking on his name. But then again, if it was anybody else, that play's never made. Because <laughs> Pena's so damn slow. Lorenzo Kane got robbed of a home run. Um, There's just so many little things, that series. Anyway, moving out of that. Uh, so, second series of the week, Brewers sweep the Pirates, um, winning the first game 10-4, second game 5-2, and the third game, in dramatic fashion, 5-2. Uh, so, what's the good news on this series? Trevor, you start this one. Okay, um, I don't have a specific play, um, but you all know how big I am on Woody and how high I am on him. Um, he had a pretty good performance, uh, six innings pitched. He did give up three earned runs, but he had 10 strikeouts, um, just giving up four hits and a walk. Um, so typically if you get, let five people on, I don't know, you're probably not going to give up three earned runs, but um, I just thought he had a great performance, even with the three earned runs and 10 strikeouts, that means his stuff is on point, um, which is just great to see. And just like Freddie Fastball in Game 3 of the Marlins series, um, that's exciting to see from our young guys. Um, right now, his season ERA is sitting at a 3.87, so that's that's pretty damn good. Um, just for comparison, Chassin last year threw um, 3.5, so, and he was easily our most consistent and best pitcher so just above that as of right now um and then my number for the series is seven and that is because zach davies won his first seven decisions to start this year and he is the only pitcher in brewers franchise history to ever do that so that was a very interesting note um from that pirate series yeah, and I'm I'm not sure if you saw it. So Brandon Woodruff's his that start you're talking about, his fastball was consistently hovering like 97, 98 miles an hour, which is fast for Woody because normally he's around 95. So wherever he found that little bit more steam, um, it'll be interesting to watch his next start see if it's still there because, dang, that's he, <laughs> that's crazy. He needs to keep eating his Wheaties every morning before a start. Is that what it is? I think so. 
<laughs> you got some intel there. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you got, play, Scotty? My play of the series would be Moose hits a home run uh, in the eighth of today's game. And the reason I picked that was uh, it sealed the win for the Brewers, but it also won a brand new car for a fan at Miller Park. So that's pretty amazing. It's a it's a double winner. Brewers win and a fan wins. A brand new SUV. So and with that, I just my number goes with Moose as well. That's his twentieth career home run against Francisco Liriano. So Moose obviously has this dude's number. Um I do love the name Francisco, though. I just told you guys I'm going to name my firstborn that. Boy or girl. I'm, I'm not sexist. So. <laughs> well, Scott, to make your number even better, that was Moose's 20th home run of the season. Oh, really? 2020? <laughs> Amen. He's going to pass. I know you planned that. You just forgot to say it. But Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna end with a hundred. That that'd be incredible. I'd take that. <laughs> yeah, that's twenty home runs against Francisco Luriano. That's crazy because Luriano is a lefty, and obviously so is Moose. No, I wow. could have I could have misread it that it was his twentieth of the year, but I swear it said twentieth against Francisco Luriano. I might need to double check. I might have to fat check you. Yeah. Yeah, because Luriana's been a pirate for the longest time, and Moose was in the AL, so they never really well, would have played each other a whole lot. Well, odds are yeah, very probably... high that I got a baseball statistic wrong. So. <laughs> it it probably was Moose hit his twentieth home run of the season against oh, Luriano. Okay. Well, then it was bad writing by them they're not as good a blogger as me you should challenge them to a blog off <laughs> Done. all right so moose has 20 home runs on here we've got that established <laughs> uh so the play i liked uh from the series um actually is ryan braun's bat flip so in that 10 to 4 win uh he had a towering three-run homer that traveled 419 feet and first off he hit hit it carried the bat at least halfway to first base and then flipped it and it what um our good friend on twitter bruise math said it cycled what four times around and then landed perfectly on the barrel when it hit the ground (laughs) with like a launch Mm -hmm. angle of 85 degrees or something (laughs) um so good stuff by him (laughs) yeah his his stuff is great like um he has great actual baseball stuff but when i saw that his saber metrics on bronze bat flip i like freaked out he (laughs) he said braun went 25 feet before he flipped it um i'm trying to find it now i can't find it of course but just the in-depth analysis you got on a bat flip was crazy. But if you don't follow him on Twitter, go do that because he has great stuff. Um, really interesting numbers to see 
kind of how good specific players are. Um, I know yesterday he came out with Braun, a little like thread on Braun, um, talking about like exit velocity based on where the pitch was in the zone and it's he's hitting everything extremely hard um, and kind of changing that launch angle and that was set in that piece as well. So just really good stuff. Go follow him. Um, and then also... Locked on Brewers, he goes on there every Tuesday and talks his crazy numbers. So if you need some stats in your life, follow BrewMath on Twitter and also listen to Locked on Brewers on Tuesdays. Great stuff. Amen. Can never get enough Brewers. Um, and then my number, switching gears, for the series. Um, I actually did two because I can. And they are the numbers 6 and 16. So Josh Hader obviously picked up two saves this series in the tail end of both of those last two games. Um, So getting his 16th save on Sunday here, um, which is, like we mentioned last week, he's getting those closing opportunities, and he's got one blown save on the year. So 16 out of 17, that's incredible stuff by Josh Hader. And then even crazier enough, so he recorded six out this six outs this series, and all six of them came via the strikeout. <laughs> so he's striking out what two two batters pretty much every inning, I believe was the number um, that was posted out there. And in his first save in that five to three win. He almost had another immaculate inning. Um, He struck out the first two batters on six pitches and then took five pitches on the last batter. So, so close. He already has one this year. I'd like to see him get another one. That'd be a good goal for Josh Hader. Um, Trevor, you have something about a uh, Twitter video that you want to share with us? Um, Yeah, before that, when you were talking about Hader, um, this year, Josh Hader, or no, it's for his career, excuse me. Josh Hader has stranded 86.4% of his base runners in his career. So it's wow. his base runners, not inherited. Oh, yeah. That is the best all time. So that is just crazy how good he's been these past couple of years for the Brewers. Um, yes, the video. The video. I shared it. I believe it. Yeah, it was on our podcast Twitter. I shared it. Um, but... This girl posted a video of her brother going to, I believe it was the Saturday game um, this weekend against the Pirates. And they, the Brewers gave their family on-field passes for like batting practice. And um, his, her brother, who I don't know for sure what he has, um, but he's wheelchair-bound, um, and he got to meet... Yasmani Grandal and Mike Moustakis. Um, Moose actually gave him a signed bat, which was really cool. And then later on in the game, Moose hits a home run. Um, and he just lights up when all of this is happening. It was just a great feel-good video um, coming from there. So make sure you guys go look at that. Again, I tweeted it out on our podcast Twitter I will have to do that because I have not watched it yet, and I'm all about them feel-good videos every now and then. 
Uh, yeah, but like on the... the field bad side of things. Oh, what do you got, Scott? <laughs> I was just going to say, I feel like the Brewers do that a lot. Um, and for someone who doesn't really keep up with the Brewers a whole ton or never really has until this year, um, I, I mean, I've always seen them do something like that at least once this season, at least once, um, probably multiple times a season, but that's really cool to see that they do that and they keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Gotta love what the Brewers do. I was giving back. Um, so giving back to you guys here, I would like to transition into our trivia segment here. Um, so all of the trivia will be based on this year's Brewers and only offensive numbers. So, we'll kind of keep it a little rapid fire. We've got a lot of trivia questions to get through here. So, jumping right into it. Uh, what major offensive categories does Christian Yelich lead the MLB in? Home runs. That's one. All right, you got um, the rest, Trevor. Slugging percentage. Yep, one more. Mm. On base percentage. Close. No, OPS. OPS, yep. 24 home runs, 745 slugging, and 1.191 OPS. Um, that is best for in the MLB, not just in the National League. Did Do you see what um, Cody Bellinger is batting right now? Uh, it ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's like 360, it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think it's 363. I saw it earlier today, and I'm like, that is crazy. Christian Yelich is hitting like... 330-something, um, and 337 Yelich is hitting right now, and Cody Bellinger is hitting like 363 this year, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Guy's crazy. Um, all right, so now just thinking on the Brewers team, what major offensive category does Christian Yelich not lead the Brewers in? Home runs. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, major offensive pitches. category? Yep. What'd you say, Scott? Hit by pitches. I don't have a stat on that one. <laughs> um, I'm going to guess walks. It is n- not walks. The correct answer is actually doubles, which we'll get into that in a little bit. Kind of weird. Um, But sticking on the Christian Yelich side of things, I want you to fill in the blank for me. Christian Yelich is hitting a home run blank percent of the time per at-bat. For an example, last year he was hitting a home run 5.5% of the time. Uh, 12.4. Scott? 8. The answer is 9.1% of the time. To give you a little reference, um, so the person who has the second most amount of home runs at the MLB, Pete Alonzo from the Mets, is hitting a home run at 8.1% of the time, and Cody Bellinger is hitting a home run 7.5% of the time. <laughs> So he's well above both of those guys. 
Um, which brewer is currently second in his position for slugging and OPS among qualified hitters? Can you say that again? Which brewer is currently second in his position for slugging and OPS among qualified hitters? Moose. What'd you say? Moose. It is Moose. He has a 575 slugging percentage and a 902 OPS, um, which obviously only puts him behind Derek Dietrich of the Reds, who has slightly less at-bats but enough to qualify. Um, He has a slugging of 684 and OPS of 1.054. And they play in the Great American Ballpark, so it doesn't really count. But I guess you could say the same about Miller Park, but we'll ignore that. So I have um, I have a stat for you, too. So, Tyler, you have to guess now, okay? Hit so it's kind of along the lines of your percentage of home runs for Yelich. So this one is at-bats per home run. So how many at-bats does it take Christian Yelich to hit a home run? What is your guess? Uh, 11. Scott? Uh, yeah, I'd say just over 10. Um, so 11, Pete Alonzo is at 11.1. Um, 10 right now is Joey, Joey Gallo. Christian Yelich is at 8.8. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah. the, ne- the next closest is Jock Peterson at 9.8. So <laughs> it is ridiculous. Every, every nine at-bats, Christian Yelich is jacking a home run. That's that's what on average that's two games. Yeah. Just over two it's games about, maybe yeah. if you if he's getting four at bats a game, just over two games and he's hitting a whole another home run. That is crazy. Yeah, and I think what helps those numbers too is obviously he's played less games and at bats than both of those guys cuz he was injured with that with that back spasms or tightness for a while, but he's obviously hit home more home runs, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, and, but the fact that he walks a lot too helps with that because walks then don't count as plate appearances in that. Touche. Um, so, so that probably is going to affect that as well. But that's just – I actually saw that earlier today when I was looking up some kind of advanced stats. I saw that, and the next closest is 9.8, which is a full, full at-bat more than what Christian Yelich is averaging right now. Hmm. And technically there's one at zero, but I think that's just because he's hit enough times at the plate, but hasn't hit a home run yet. So. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for that, Trevor. Very insightful. Um, So my next question, when Lorenzo Cain is batting leadoff, he is first in what major offensive category? Batting average. Nope. Home runs. Uh, nope. Singles. Nope. Walks. The correct oh. answer is doubles. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> Damn it. We should have known that, Scott. <clears throat> there was some foreshadowing going on there. <laughs> there was. He has pointed at myself. I know. He has 15 doubles when batting leadoff this year. 
Among leadoff hitters, he's also fifth in total hits, um, despite a lower batting average than what we're used to from him. Um, and staying on the Lorenzo Cain train, uh, what is he not doing this year that he did very well last year? Batting average. He's not getting as many hits. Like That is one of them, yes. Um, what is more noticeable? What? Steals. Uh, it's not steals. The correct answer is drawing walks. So last year, Lorenzo Cain set a career high with 71 walks. Um, in his career, his next closest, that was 54. So he improved his best by 15. Um, so this year, or excuse me, last year, he was drawing a walk... Um, 11.5% of the time per at-bat. This year it's down to 7.2, which puts him on pace for only 51. Uh, he's currently sitting at 20 right now. Um, so I'm not I sure mean, how concerning that is, because that's a lot of times he's not getting on base compared to last year. But Well, the thing with that, though, is you have to remember who's hitting immediately behind him. So... Pitchers don't want to walk Lorenzo Cain when Christian Yelich is waiting on deck, mm-hmm. um, and especially more really so point. this year than more so this year than last year. Um, but even if he keeps at this pace and he walks fifty-one times, that's still the third most in his career. So I don't, I don't think it's concerning for me. The batting average is more concerning for me right now. point i did not take that into consideration when i should have um definitely should have i know what kind of analyst am i (laughs) (laughs) all right next i'm gonna compare uh certain players 2018 numbers to their 2019 numbers and i want you to tell me who it is so orlando arcia let me read the numbers sir (laughs) (laughs) Trevor, you booted off the silent. All right, fine. I'll just tell you. Orlando Arcia. So this year he is hitting a home run uh, 3.3% of the time per at-bat, and last year it was 0.8. This year he is striking out only 19.8% of the time, whereas last year it was 23.8. And this year he is walking 9.1% of the time, whereas last time it was (laughs) 4.1%. So all big improvements there. And how did you guess that, by the way? <laughs> he's made a big leap. Yeah. Offensively, he's he's the guy I think of as being considerably better than he was last year. Like, Moose has been really good, but you didn't have any Arcia stats yet, and I knew you had to because he he's improved so much at the plate, and he's just a lot better and i am not like oh our eight spots up there's another strikeout yeah what he's brought to the table has been tremendous (laughs) for that eight spot um okay so i have i need you to name five brewers for me and they are five brewers who currently have over a 100 point Difference between average and on base percentage. There's five of them. Who are they? 
Christian Yelich. Yep. Grandoth. Yep. Brawny. Nope. Um, Keystone. Arcia. Nope, nope. Woodruff. Uh, I didn't look at Woodruff, but maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll give you a hint. They are, um, well, two of them are struggling batters. One has picked it up recently. Thames. Thames is one of them. Jesus. Jesus is another. Um... Oh, gosh. Uh, Shaw. It is Travis Shaw, yes. (laughs) So, yeah, those last three is... You think, like, Yelich and Grandal, that's impressive because they have a higher batting average, so it's higher to get a 100-point difference in on-base percentage. (laughs) But the last three guys have such a low batting average, below 200. Uh, Maybe not minus Thames. Oh, Thames is a 254. Um... So it's easier for them to get that difference. <laughs> um, all right, next. Name me the top three Brewer batters with the most strikeouts this season. Um, Arcia? Nope. Fuck. Oh, that's kind of tough. Um, Eric Thames. The, all right, uh, I'll just, I'll cave, I'll tell you. So, although he's walking a lot, um, Eric Thames is number one with 58 strikeouts. Travis Shaw is number two with 54. Probably would be more than Thames if he wasn't sent down. <laughs> and third, what I thought was kind of surprising, it's Ryan Braun with 51 strikeouts. That was actually my next. That was my next. Gonna be my next guess was Brawny. Oh, we would have got it because I would have said Shaw. Damn, Damn it, it, Tyler! Tyler. <laughs> I know. Spoil all good things. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Now next one's gonna be rapid fire. So I just want you to tell me higher or lower. Um. So I'm comparing the 2018 team brewer stats versus the 2019 team brewer stats um and the first category is home run percentage last year the brewers hit a home run 3.5 percent of the time is 2019 higher or lower higher 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 it is 4.4 uh strikeout percentage last year it was 23.5 higher lower it is higher in 24.5 Uh, walk percentage, last year it was 8.7%. Higher. Lower. It is higher in 9.9%. And a different one, uh, first inning runs. So this would be where they placed among other MLB teams. Last year they finished fourth. um, So they scored the fourth, fourth most runs in the first inning. They higher or lower like this than fourth is a place? Trick. <laughs> say higher. I'll bite. I'll I'll say lower. They're actually tied. They are fourth this year. <laughs> You're. Oh, 
I hate you. <laughs> I actually thought that was quite surprising because last year it seemed like the mantra was score runs early and hold on to it because we have such a good dominant bullpen. It just didn't seem like we've been doing that so far this year, but the numbers don't lie. I mean, it it feels like we get ahead early and then a team makes a comeback and then we're playing from behind in the sixth or seventh inning. That's, that is true. That's like seems like the most common game that I've seen throughout this season so far. I agree. Um, all right, I have two more for you. Um, so, la- second to last one. Name me the top three Brewers with the highest average exit velocities this year. Ryan Braun. He is third. Damn it. Uh, Christian Yelich. <laughs> Christian Yelich is number one. And Moose. Moose. Moose is not in the top three. What? Nope. Um, oh, get... I'm going. I'm going for a real surprise one here. Orlando Arcia. It is not Orlando Arcia. Oh, that would have been amazing. Hernan Perez. <laughs> no, it is not Hernan Perez. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Um, it is based off a limited sample size this year. Oh, Keystone. Keston. It is Keston Hayera. <laughs> So Christian Yelich has an average exit velocity at 95 miles per hour, which is crazy, um, which is actually best for seventh in the MLB. Uh, Keston, when he was up, had an average exit velocity at 92.8, and Ryan Braun is right behind him at 92.5. Where's Moose? Do you know? Uh, I do not know off the top of my head. I can post it tomorrow and let you know. He's got to be top five. We'll see. I'll let you know. Um, all right, last one. Team-related. Um, not comparing it to anything. Um, what do you think the Brewers' odds are to make the playoffs this year? What percentage? Based off how they're doing so far. 99. 9. <laughs> 87. The numbers say 79.9%. And then what percent chance do you think they give the Brewers to win the World Series? 32. Oh, that's high. Um, like high. 14. And that's probably high. Uh, the correct answer is 6%. Yeah. That's close. <laughs> so that is your Brewers offensive numbers. <laughs> Okay. I think next week the plan will be we'll take a look at the pitching numbers, um, kind of compare those a little bit because another fun way my, to kind of get to know your Brewers this year. Um, my guess is my guess is next week I'm going to put them out there now. Brandon Woodruff, Zach Davies, and Josh Hader. <laughs> That's what I'm guessing Fair all enough. next week. <laughs> what about all the bad ones? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> I'll get those ones. I'll, I'll just say Corbin Burns for the bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Corbin. <laughs> I, I love you, Corbin. I don't. 
Alright, so on that note, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, coming up next week, the Brewers have two games against the Astros, in which I'm pretty sure we're going to see Justin Verlander, so that'll be fun. And we have three games versus the Giants. Of course, all the way out on the West Coast there, if you consider the Astros West Coast. I don't know, it's kind of close, I guess, but not really. Houston? Well, Aren't they in the central time zone? Like in the middle of the country? <laughs> it's a long road trip, okay? That's the actual point here. <laughs> Jeez, Tony like Trace West... now is coming up big here. <laughs> West coast of the East. <laughs> wow, I'm signing off before I embarrass myself. Vote Brewers for the All-Star game. See ya. <laughs>